0: right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden.
2: Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
3: It was Apollo 13 where they said, Houston, we have a problem. They might want to update that for the Lakers. We have a problem. (laughs) Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. A cluster as we keep sports talk waste out of sight so you can sleep tight coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and super-abundantly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from under the covers, the covers on your bed. From the That's Fox right. Sports That's where we're hanging out. All right. We are... What was that? Uh, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So it is the time of the year, the month of May, very heavy on pro bouncy ball. And our lead this hour coming from the Western Conference semifinals, a little gin and juice special. Game five in San Francisco. Steph Curry and the Warriors looking to stave off elimination, a term we only use in sports, uh, but staving off elimination versus the Lakers with big bad LeBron James and those meddling officials. So I don't know if you saw this game. Maybe not. It was the late game on the card, and perhaps you did not consume this product. You chose not to Partake in the product. Don't worry. We watched for you. And Stephen Curry, 27 points. Andrew Wiggins had 25. And Golden State never trailed in the second half as they smack around the really pathetic Lakers, 121-106. to The Warriors on the comeback trail. But the better story is in the losers' locker room. That would be on the L.A. side. And the story everyone's talking about here involving Anthony Davis, the Laker big man who has finally arrived. Now, this is the real Anthony Davis that I know of. Now, this this is AD. Uh, so, if you didn't see it, Anthony Davis suffering a injury in the fourth quarter of the game played on Wednesday night there, inadvertent shot by Kavon Looney that sent anthony davis into looney tunes land right across the temple now we are told that davis he walked off the court and then they got the man a stretcher well actually a wheelchair they got him a wheelchair they got the man a wheelchair so let us discuss the question where is the lakers worry o meter after this loss where is the lakers worry o meter after this loss the patented maller worry o meter one to ten, with ten being na 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 hey hey, goodbye. So it's it's obviously not a ten, but it's at a nine. It's at a nine. I've got Ferris Bueller, teammates, and cockpit, and we will tie all of these things together, and we are going to make a game six, which is what we have now in this series. So a uh, the the Lakers. I was told by the smart people had a chokehold on this series. The wise guys told me that, right? The media elites told me that. It was in the tote bag. Uh, Put the foot on the throat, end the series here. You idiots inform me. The Lakers had all the momentum, all of the momentum. Why would they lose? Come on now. Uncle Mo was on their side. They had won the last couple games. So let's do a wellness check now. And there's some stuff oozing. And if you look at that tote bag, it's leaking. It's, it, there's some goo coming, uh, coming out of that. That sound you heard in the fourth quarter of the Warrior Laker game was a guffaw from the historians. As we anticipated, uh, this series has now turned upside down. And the Lakers, who were going one direction, have now done a U-turn and they're now on the highway to hell. And there's a, there's a great line from a classic 1980s comedy, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it was, life comes at you fast. And here we are. Here we are. Uh, up 3-1. Everyone kissing your ass. Now, all of a sudden, it's 3-2. to two. Anthony Davis is being wheeled around in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. What does he think? He's Paul Pierce? Leaving? with what certainly looked by all accounts to be a concussion, and Kevon Looney, as we said, the slap inadvertently, AD was woozy, he was wobbly, and the Lakers have made sure to let everyone know it's not a concussion. No, 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 it looks like a concussion. It's not. Okay. I go by the duck test. If it looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. If the person walks around like they've had a concussion, needs a wheelchair because they can't walk in a straight line, is all hazy, like they've had a concussion. They've had a concussion. Right? What do I know? I just do the overnight show. But if your equilibrium is off, you get slapped in the head, you can't walk, you need a wheelchair, out of an abundance of caution, the NBA's got to step in. They've got to put him in the concussion protocol. What do, you, what do you expect from Anthony Davis going forward? So here, here's what I expect. He might have a headache right now, but all the historians of the Lakers are about to have a migraine. Even if this guy plays in Game 6, he is fragile. Now, when I was a little kid, my mom read me the story of Humpty Dumpty, and Anthony Davis continues to be the Humpty Dumpty of hoops. Uh, Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the Kings horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. Even if Davis plays... The guy is fragile. All of the immense pressure is on the Lakers. Oh, it's so good. It is now their elimination game. They are now up against it in Game 6, which is really Game 7, because if not, turn out the lights. The party's over outside of some meddling referees, which is possible. But outside of that, if the game's played straight up, the Lakers are cooked if it gets back to the Bay Area. Every man, woman, and child knows this to be true. Now, page two. Uh, there has been a verbal sparring match, which has been started in the last couple of days between the Warriors and the Lakers. Steve Kerr started chirping uh, about the clearly biased officiating, which has been going on in the beginning of this series uh, and pointing out the rather obvious, uh, anyone with functioning eyeballs, even Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan, believes there's some shenanigans going on here. Uh, and he highlighted the uh, obvious flopping uh, going on by many gutless Laker players. Uh, and that, of course, led to a rebuttal from both Darvin Ham and LeBron James. Darvin Ham said. A quote, I just control what I can control, which is coaching my team. I don't go down the rabbit hole of
4: blaming the referees.
3: Uh, LeBron James uh, said, quote, we're, we're just not a team that goes out there looking for flopping opportunities, uh, said LeBron as his nose was growing like a wooden puppet. Uh, so anyway, let's discuss this part of the story. What is your takeaway from LeBron and Darvin Ham's response to the referees? Well, for Darvin Ham... And LeBron, predictable. Darvin Ham guilty of gaslighting. Now, I will tell you the truth. If I was coaching the Lakers, I would not criticize my teammates either, those referees who are the secret ingredient. This series would already be over. Do you realize the Warriors would already be getting ready for the Western Finals if it wasn't for the referees in this series? Uh, they've, They've had the Lakers, most of these games, it's been five on eight in favor in the eight with the Lakers. It's like been, been dreamlike. Why would you criticize that? There's be no reason to criticize that. The first four games of the series, L.A. coming in had attempted twice as many foul shots as the Golden State Warriors. This is just the third time that we have seen a series this compromised in two generations, 60 years, 60 years of the NBA, uh, and this is the third time something like this has happened, which is fascinating. They don't even try to hide it which is wild to me. I know the announcers aren't supposed to say it because they're paid by the NBA, and they can't really go down that road. No, no, no. You can't go down that road. You'll get in trouble. These are good jobs they have working for these NBA broadcast outlets, and so they don't want to upset anything. I want to keep everything good there, no complaining, uh, none of that. But uh, shocking uh, what happened. here? You had a game where we didn't get biased officiating, and the uh, Lakers lost by double digits. Huh, weird how that happened. I wonder how – like if you let the players decide the game and not the officials, the, the Lakers aren't, aren't going to win another game. Uh, and, and they wouldn't have won a game in this series. And anybody who knows basketball knows that to be true. The Lakers have gotten all the help they can possibly get. And it didn't happen in this game. We'll see if it happens in L.A. in the next game. But even that it might not be enough. And, you know, Anthony Davis, even if he plays – He's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. He's seeing stars. And and then Darvin Hams, he's also gaslighting because he belly ached about the referees after game two. And he went down the rabbit hole earlier in the year. All right, now last word here. So I'm going to go over to the Warriors. What the heck is going on with Klay Thompson? I mean, Does anyone have the balls in the media to criticize Klay Thompson? He has been in the cockpit, and he is flying the Vomit Comet. Wowzers! Like, does he get amnesty? How does this work? I don't know. Educate me. So, because he because he was on some good teams and had some big shots back in the day, he's allowed to be a bucket of puke for the Warriors in most of these games, and the, and the Warriors supporters are okay with that. Is that how that works? I mean, man, how about you hold them accountable? Klay Thompson has been missing in action, guilty on all charges of absenteeism, and the Lakers and Warriors have now played five games, and Klay Thompson has shown up for one. Of the five games. One of the five games. That was game two. He had 30 points, made a bunch of shots, 8 of 11 on money balls. Outside of that, it has been a ghost town. Ghost town. And he's been open. Most of the time, Lakers' defense is not very good. These Warrior guys are open. Uh, Klay Thompson, outside of game two in this series, is shooting. I did the numbers. 32% field goal percentage uh, for Klay Thompson from the floor. He's a little better than that from three-point range but 35%, 14 of 40, outside of Game 2. A lot of bricks. And even with that, Klay Thompson being pretty much a no-show and the referees most of this series. Lakers have won two games because of the officials, uh, and, and here we are. A uh, stunning, stunning uh, situation where we find ourselves at this point, and Anthony Davis has an ice pack right now uh, as as we speak, he's got an ice back.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is
2: it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We
4: haven't seen anyone
2: relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is...
1: Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. A Big Apple grapple, if you will. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. We form a band and avoid going bonkers. Coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond, on the vast and stratospherically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the sweatshop, slaving away over these hot microphones, we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast-free shipping Free road hazard protection at over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And so we continue our trend. We talked last hour about the Western Comets, the Warriors right back in the series with the Lakers. In fact, all of the immense pressures on the Lakers in that series is Anthony Davis was walking like a drunk chicken. Uh, after the game, got a shot to the head. Lakers are swearing up and down on the Holy Bible. He does not have a concussion. Nothing to see here. Okay. Yeah. Of he needed a wheelchair to, to leave uh, the, uh, the side of the court, make his way to the locker room. But we'll talk more about that later. Our lead this hour coming from Pro Bouncy Ball, but the Eastern Conference Semifinals, Game 5. A cruiserweight matchup. Jimmy Butler and the Heat looking to slam the door shut on Jalen Brunson and the Knicks, Miami up three games to one, entering the festivities to the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. Midtown Manhattan we go. Where are you watching? No? Of course not. No, You had something else going on. Jalen Brunson, he actually showed up to work and played the entire game. Not a Not a day off, not a minute off, not a second off. Brunson, 38 points. Nine rebounds, seven assists, a partridge and a pear tree, and the Knickerbockers avoid elimination with a nine-point win, 112-103 over the Heat. So the series is now 3-2 in favor of Miami heading back to South Florida in a couple of days. The better story is in the Heat locker room. Not the losing locker room. Well, it was a losing locker room. That's why it's the better story. So let's discuss. Miami, they, all they had to do win this game. They wrap it up he got off to a good start. Nick's really skittish at the beginning of this game. So the question, who's responsible for the Heat being unable to lock it down and close out the series? So I've got Bugs Land, Rice Krispies, and Rusty Wooden Seesaw. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will make a Mai Tai, which is what the Heat will be enjoying when they sit out on the beach on their day off, a day of rest. So number one. Number one. I look at the Miami side of things. This was a team-wide infestation, a general malaise by Miami. They were sluggish, not out of the gates. They weren't particularly wonderful in the first quarter, but it was okay. The Knicks were worse. I would put this in the category of an out-of-character performance. Poor defense in the second half. They allowed the Knicks to shoot 62% from the floor. Now, some of that was the Knicks actually making shots that they've missed. The Knicks have been horrific, biblically bad on wide-open shots or open shots in this series. So the Knicks made them in the second half. They shot 62%. Jimmy Butler was there but not great, outplayed by Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle in that second half. So when you look at the splat-o-meter, the splat-o-meter, sometimes you are the windshield, and sometimes you're the bug. And in this game, the Miami Heat were visiting Bugs Land. And the, the Heat, at different points, they were the, they, they had the flies, the moths, the beetles, all splattered across the front of their car. And the, the Knicks, now, this was not a completely kosher game. The Knicks had a little help. We've seen this in the NBA. The Zebras... Had their thumb on the scale. A little NBA shenanigans here. New York attempted 40 foul shots, and the Heat only 19. That was a plus-21 advantage for the Knickerbockers. Hometown help there. The Knickerbockers outscored Miami by 13 points from the line. They win by nine. You don't have to be Isaac Newton to see the difference. And the second half was mainly because of the foul shooting. Now, there was at one point, I think there were two or three possessions in a row where the Miami Heat did a hack of Robinson. And they uh, they were hammering away there. and But that still does not make up for the difference. So even if you factor that in, the scales were still tipped in favor of the Knicks from the, the whistles of the referees. And it sounds to me like television said, you know, we'd like to have another game. Uh, we, we'd like to have that game on a Friday. Um, so why, why don't we see if we can help out? Now, it does not guarantee that the Knicks are going to win, but you help them out a little bit. Now, page two here. Are the Heat in danger? So I have no skin in the game. I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm not a Heat fan. But from the Miami side of things, on that side of the aisle, I, I'm not worried if I'm the Miami Heat. I would pump the brakes on that. The only concern, this is always the concern, the more you play, that maybe your center will get whacked across the, the temple and need a wheelchair, and then you're screwed and all that. The, it's Rice Krispies, right? Snap, crackle, pop. That's the concern. Outside of an injury, this is still it's, it's still there. It's, it's still right there for the Floridians. And when you reexamine what happened in Game 5, Miami played a D-level game. They shot 15% from three-point land in the first half. They missed 16 of 19 from three-point range. They were down by 19 in the third quarter. They're playing uphill. New York had Big Brother help them out. Jimmy Buckets wasn't great and all that stuff. And yet still, the Knicks were fidgeting down the stretch. What is my evidence? Kyle Lowry, if you saw the game, you know, he didn't play a particularly great game, but he made a couple of jumpers in the second half. Duncan, uh, Duncan uh, made it, not Dunkin' Donuts, but... Uh, Duncan Robinson made some shots as well, and the Heat ended up going from 19 down. They were down by two with 2.30 to go in the game. It was anyone's game. Down by just two with 2.30 to go in the game. So that does not bode well going forward. Like if you, You're playing about as well as you can play. You're shooting over 60% in the second half. Miami's best players not playing particularly well. you got the officials who are helping you out, and you're only up by two. With two thirty to go in the game, now final point is what we saw in this latest playoff game sustainable for the Knicks? Well, I've already revealed my hand. I don't believe it is sustainable. I'm giving that one some stink eye. The Knicks are depending on a rusty wooden seesaw. Like Julius Randle at the beginning of this game, if you if you're watching the game, you know what I'm about to say. He was I was waiting for him to be pushed off the court by the natives at Madison Square Garden. And it continues to be like a rusty wooden seesaw, up and down, and you're going to get some splinters. He started the game 1 of 7, 1 of 7 from the floor, Julius Randle, and then finished the game 6 of 6. He made his 6 final el- el- last 6 shots, including a 3-pointer for, ha- for halftime that broke a tie, had 24 points. R.J. Barrett, who has been up and down also, 26 points for New York. The big one's Jalen Brunson, and I, I give the guy credit. The, the, the reason the Mavericks didn't bring Brunson back was because they didn't think that was legit. Now, they'll tell you differently and all that. They thought he played above his means in the playoffs last year in in the playoff run Dallas had. They thought, well, he's he's not that level of player. And so if they thought he was that level of player, they obviously would have given him what he wanted. They didn't believe that that was legitimate. I had my doubts also, but he's backed it up. And so he gets a little puffy sticker near his name. He has backed it up. We'll even let him get a, a little eraser out of the gift bag. Jalen Brunson played all 48 minutes. How crazy a world is it, if you're my age, that playing 48 minutes, it's like you get a purple heart. It's, it's an amazing accomplishment. Like it's, the, the NBA is so backwards that this is seen as some kind of Herculean act to play all 48 minutes. That's how soft the NBA is. It's like, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I do recall players in the playoffs, what seemed, maybe I'm wrong on this, when I was younger, that seemed like occasionally they would. Like, you needed to play all 48, your best player, you play all 48. But that, that, the problem is it's a big issue for New York going forward, is that can you rely on the rusty wooden seesaw, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett? The other issue is we we talk about this all the time, the secondary players do not travel well. They didn't actually play well in this game either, by the way. Uh, For New York, it was the starters that led the way, but because the the backups didn't really get a lot of playing time. But Miami's going to get much better performances from their secondary players like Gabe Vincent, who I know is in the starting lineup, but he's a secondary guy, Caleb Martin, Max Struess, players like that. And also, the Knicks... They, they were very sloppy. You play like that on the road, and those other guys start making shots, which they normally do. The Knicks had 19 turnovers and were outscored. Miami outscored New York 29-5 to 5 points off turnovers, so plus 24. And still, in the end, uh, the, the Knicks able to pull out the victory.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
3: the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Firestone test results and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports tire, tire The way tire buying should be.
4: It's Mallor. How about that? To the third degree. Tire this is when Big Ben gets grilled.
5: During yesterday's show, you said that Joe Mazzula is on thin ice as the Celtics head coach. Well, Skip Bayless seems to think that the same thing is going on with Steve Kerr. Bayless suggested that it may be time for the Warriors to move on from Kerr, uh, you know, assuming they don't get past this series. Ben, do you think there's any chance of that happening? Well, I love Skip. I wish I made as much money as Skip, but no. Let's put it this way
3: Steve Kerr is not going to be fired or asked to leave the Warriors. He might decide he wants to do television, but it'll be his decision. They're going to ride this thing till the wheels come off with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, who are both in their 30s, and I don't think they're getting
5: any younger. Next! Giannis and Terracumpo tweeted out a cryptic message on Tuesday saying, I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm coming. Uh, Well, the timing of the tweet would suggest that perhaps he was referring to being left off the NBA's all-defensive teams list. Ben, should Giannis have been there? Well, I don't understand why the Greek freak would be upset. I mean, there's no
3: failure in sports. It's just he just had a bad day. It wasn't his turn. Uh, but in all seriousness, I know he, he should have been on one of those defensive teams. He led the league in field goal percentage defense and defensive rating. And I didn't watch every Bucks game. But when I flipped the Bucks game on, he was he seemed the same as he's always been.
5: Next! Jim Harbaugh revealed earlier this week that mowing the lawn is one of the great feelings he has in life. Ben are, yeah. there, are, ben, are there yeah, any chores that you actually enjoy doing?
3: Yeah, I'm a great dishwasher. If this radio thing doesn't work out, I'm going to become a professional dishwasher now. But I love the feeling when you go into the kitchen, the, the sink's filled with like teriyaki sauce, macaroni, rice on the place and you scrub a dub-dub and clean all those things up. That's a great feeling. How did we do, Coop?
5: Pass this edition.
3: That is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes.
4: Woo-hoo. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And it
3: is Ask ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. These are actual questions by actual listeners submitted on social media using the hashtag AskBan on the microblogging website Twitter, which is free unless you pay $8 a month, which we do not.
5: Koopaloop with the reading of the questions. All right, we'll start with a question from Double O Mexican. He wants to know when you finish taking a shower do you dry off in the shower or do you get out of the shower and then dry off Yeah so the the answer is
3: half and half I, I try to get a lot of the the main my, my, I've noticed over the years that a lot of the water if you stand there for like a like a half a minute most of the water comes off and then when you step out of the shower then you can do the rest so it's like half and half So it's like I stay in like about 20 30 seconds and then I get out uh and then take care of the rest
6: What about you Eddie uh, if you're half and half, I would say I'm probably like 20, 80 out of the shower. I do, you okay. know, I have the towel kind of draped over the side there. Yeah, yeah. I'll I grab it, that. and then uh, you know, a little bit, and then but mostly I'm out of the shower when I'm toweling off.
3: Yeah, of course. Uh, and what, what about you, Roberto?
5: Yeah, I drive mostly in the shower, and then the rest a little bit after. I like that
3: double-O Mexicans concerned about our shower habits.
5: What about you, Kubaloo? Um, i don't know how I would break down the percentage, but see i I squeegee my uh my shower like my the glass walls after the shower yeah, I do have to do that too and so I'm wearing the towel when i'm doing that, so i so
3: why would you wear the towel while you're doing that? You don't need to do the, wear the towel. I just let well, no because then I'll, it's,
5: I'm, you know, kind of drying while I'm while I'm doing that. And plus, you know, when you squeegee the water down and there's still water left on the squeegee. So I do a quick little, like, dab on the towel to dry the squeegee. And then, oh, man. yeah. <laughs> like, squeegee.
3: squeegee with Koopa Loop. next week on the show. We'll do a
5: segment on how to properly yeah, squeegee. Um, yeah. Orange and Blue Blood Brett uh, keeps asking a question every week that I don't know why you think I'm going to be able, like any of us, will be able to answer that on the air. He's optimistic. I'm just just, just, just saying, man. I think
3: at some point, maybe we'll just do a podcast and we'll answer all the offensive (laughs)
5: questions. I mean, as long as we're employed here, I don't think any of us are answering that uh, question. Uh, (laughs) We're going to move on to Eek. (laughs) Uh, Eek wants to know, how far are your commutes to the studio? Uh yeah, so it depends obviously on on traffic. We don't,
3: usually don't have traffic at this time of the night, but I think I win the commute <laughs> battle by a, a fair amount. Uh, I don't know, it takes it depends on traffic. It's it's, a, it's a, about an hour, a little over it, but I'm gunning it to get there. What about you, Eddie?
6: Uh, it's thirty five miles, uh, one way, and about forty five minutes. Uh,
3: Kupalu or Roberto rather, Roberto takes me about. 18 to 20 minutes to get here. Yeah. So I'm I'm way past that
5: Koopa Loop. Whoa, I just turned my mic off to answer the question. Uh idea. takes me twenty five minutes to get here. Uh if I'm speeding, I can do it in like twenty two minutes. And, and I mean like really speeding. I'm speeding all the time anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean I like, live really
3: like real close and it was great. Because I could just leave at the last minute. But now I got to, like, it's not like a plan. It's like, it sucks. I have to plan. So, anyway, you what know, is next? Yeah, I'm
5: trying not to speed anymore.
3: Oh, do you get a ticket?
5: No, I just can't.
3: Really? Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Interesting. All
5: right uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Ferg Dog wants oh, to. Oh, that's
3: right. That's right. No, I've... All right. The light bulb went off. So
5: little, <laughs> little, little delay there. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead, please. Uh, Ferg Dog wants to know: Do you think sprinkles are fun or stupid?
3: I'd like context on that, please. No, um, I'll, I'll uh, I am not against at the ice cream shop. Uh, I'm not anti-sprinkle. I don't think they're fun, but I'm not against them. What about you, Eddie?
6: Uh, if they're you know, if it's not too much of an extra charge and you can get some sprinkles, then yeah, hell yeah, why not? Do you like the confetti cookie?
3: That has I do, sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I made some of those last week. What
5: about you, Roberto? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the sprinkles, but obviously my daughter is because she's like seven years old and likes sprinkles on everything. Anything with bright colors. Yeah, whoo <laughs> I'm also not a fan of the sprinkles. Uh, I don't really like the taste. Uh, they don't really have any taste. They kind of do. Just, They're just like ah. these, like chalky. Like if. If it's like a small sp- like spattering of sprinkles, then you can't taste them, so that's fine. Like on a donut, like you-, you know, I can I can handle it. But if there's too many sprinkles, not about it. Okay, strong
3: anti sprinkle position. What is next, here, Cupola? What do we have?
5: All right, uh, from um, Andy, the comic book guy. Hi, Andy. He says, you are approaching a red light and see the lane adjacent to you is one car shorter than the lane that you're currently in. Do you dart over to the shorter lane before stopping at the red light, or do you stay in your lane?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm a darter. Uh, and, and really, I, what I do is I t- kind of time it out. If, I can, if the person's, I can kind of tell they're driving slow when they pull up to the signal, I, I immediately peel in. I dart to the other lane. But yeah, I'll take the shorter lane. Uh, what about you? Eddie? Every time, every 100%. time I do that. You got it's good driving,
5: Roberto. The shorter lane, but then the the longer lane goes faster because the guy in front of me drives like a old man. <laughs> oh, well, that's no, that's no good. What about you, Coop? I that I happens. am also a darter.
3: Yeah, you got to do it. You don't want yeah. you know, you to waste your time waiting behind
5: people. What's, what's next? Quickly, Kupaloo. Noah from Austin wants to know, whenever you're heating up something in the microwave, do you type the timeout or do you hit the 30-second button until you reach the needed time?
3: I always type the exact... I follow instructions. I follow whatever the package says. I follow
6: the instructions. What about you, Eddie? I'm just heating something. It's just the one-minute thing, and then I... Got to nah, pull out nah, whatever. You got
3: the exact time. What, what yeah, about if you? I were eating something, uh, two minutes. Go two minutes. To no, but you put some in the air fryer or something like that. You got to have the exact time.
5: though. Hoop? I can yeah. only do the 30 second thing on my microwave.
3: That's it? Yeah. new microwave. There's no number not pad. that much.
4: Oh, okay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
3: Let's get over to Eddie right
6: now for Puck the World. <laughs> All right, Ben, I have a special story saved at the end for you. I I don't know if you know about this or not.
3: Story time with Eddie.
6: But the second round of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs continue. No team has advanced into the conference finals yet. In the East, the Panthers are on the verge of advancing, but the Maple Leafs stayed alive as we mentioned a moment ago. 2-1 with the road win last night. though the odds are still long against Toronto getting the series victory. Only four teams in NHL history have rallied down three nothing to win a playoff series. If the Maple Leafs lose, reports out of Toronto say that their general manager Kyle Dubas and their head coach Sheldon Keefe will be fired. Even though they helped guide the team. Out of the first round for the first time since 2004. We shall see about that. The Hurricanes also on the verge of advancing into the Eastern Conference Finals, leading the Devils three games to one. Carolina was thought to be a Stanley Cup favorite at the beginning of the year, but they've been hit hard by injuries this season. Still were able to win their division. They've played multiple goalies this postseason, but still getting it done and on the verge of advancing. In the West, both series are now best of three. Oilers and Golden Knights tied 2-2 after Edmonton's 4-1 home win last night. As we mentioned earlier, Vegas standout defenseman Alex Petrangelo Looking at a suspension after a two-handed Paul Bunyan chop on the arm of Oilers star Leon Dreisidel in the final minutes of that game. He was ejected, but that act clearly over the line. Vegas has had to turn to backup goalie Aiden Hill due to injury to starter Laurent Brassois, but nothing new for Vegas. They've used five different goalies this season, and their number one goalie was lost before the season even started, Robin Leonard. Due to injury. The upstart Seattle Kraken are tied at two apiece in their series against the Dallas Stars. The Kraken, just their second season of existence, getting it done by committee. 17 of their 20 skaters have scored at least one goal so far this postseason. You get a goal, you get a goal, you get a goal, you get a goal. NHL Draft Lottery held this week. And not a surprise to anyone that the Chicago Blackhawks won the Draft Lottery despite the Ducks and Blue no, Jackets it was, it was having better odds. Uh, the big market Blackhawks will get a chance to draft supposedly a generational talent in a young I man hate named this, Eddie, Connor original, Bedard.
3: The original six fans are big, the biggest a-holes in hockey. Right? They're, they're complete schmucks. And now he's going to original 16.
6: That's uh, like it. what's It's something that's better for the league if we're being honest yeah, about it. But I hate to see uh, it. Losers. Carlo Avalanche, standout forward, and Captain Gaber, Alana Skog, who missed all of this past season because of a knee issue, is having another knee procedure and will miss the entire next season as well. He's going to have a cartilage transplant in his right knee. It's being called an aggressive procedure to try and correct a nagging issue. The New York Rangers fired their head coach, Gerard Gallant, after a disappointing first-round exit. It's However, after nice. two seasons, he had a record of 99-46-19 in the regular season. Guided the Rangers to the conference finals last year. but you can't re- be losing to Jersey. Come on. Now, reports are that uh, the exit interviews and complaints from players were the reason for his dismissal. Uh, there so were, all we got to do is complain about the boss and they'll fire the boss? Apparently so. Really? Okay. Uh, there are conflicting reports about disgraced former Stanley Cup winning head coach Joel Quinville being a candidate Ooh, to replace Gerard Gallant. Years. Uh, some awards finalists have been announced and condolences to Dave Haxtall of the Kraken, Jim Montgomery of the Bruins, and Lindy Ruff of the Devils. All finalists for the Jack Adams Awards as coach of the year. I say condolences because... The three finalists from last year for Coach of the Year, two of them have been fired, and the other one wasn't retained by his team in the offseason. So. Yeah,
4: but
3: you get a good trophy out of the deal. I Maybe mean, you get, a get like a
6: yeah, some gift gift certificate, something like that. Uh, some finalists, for place, yeah. finalists for the Ted Lindsay Award. Finalists for the Ted Lindsay Award. League MVP voted on by the players announced Connor McDavid of the Oilers is going to win it. David Pasternak of the Bruins and Eric Carlson of the Sharks Your Rookie of the Year finalists. Mattie Berniers of the Kraken, Owen Power of the Sabers, oh. and Stuart Skinner. Of I have the a story. I have... Well, I saved this for you, Ben. Oh, okay. Right. I
4: have one. You a former colleague
6: face of face? yours apparently getting a big job. Did you oh. see? What? Broadcaster Keith Jones apparently Jonesy! has what? agreed to become the new president of hockey operations for the what? Philadelphia Flyers. No way! Well, former really? Flyer Daniel Briere reportedly gonna have the interim tag removed and be named Jonesy. general manager of the team. Yep. Keith Jones good dude, man. He's a good guy. New president of hockey operations for your Philadelphia he, Flyers. Eddie,
3: he busted my balls when I worked at the NBC Sports Network briefly because uh, occasionally they'd ask me a hockey question on yeah. the panel. Yeah, and you had no And idea. he always would say, you know, nothing, but in, a, in a friendly, you know, nice uh, way yeah. he would uh, yeah. point out I, I was lacking in, in my hockey. So I have to pull for the Flyers, but I'm already kind of a Flyer fan because my, one of my favorite mascots is with the Flyers.
6: Well That is true, and you're a big Torts fan. He's the head coach. Yeah, there. that's right. I'm all in Your on team that. Flyers. oh team Flyers. Here's a story. Not a fun
3: story, Eddie. There was a study done by, you see this from Columbia University in New York about hockey. And the study indicated that the enforcers in hockey die 10 years younger than
6: other hockey players. Yeah, they're like professional wrestlers. 10 years. Well, there's not many of those guys left, if if really any at all, to be honest with you. But yeah, those guys, uh, the gladiators back in the day.
3: When I covered hockey with the Ducks, they had a guy named Stu Grimson who was their enforcer. Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. He wrote children's books and was a religious man, but he was the uh, the enforcer. Boxer, he does uh, work for the NHL Network now. Oh,
6: does he? Yeah. Okay.
3: Good for him. Uh, but they they analyzed six thousand NHL players from 1967 to last year, and that is what they determined. That That's the not a
6: surprise, a actually. A yeah.
3: uh, decade younger, comparable to other similar height, weight, all that, same position.